Hey, what's going on? It's episode 71, Top of the Dude Chain Podcast. Do all the cool stuff that lets you know, or lets us know that you like us before we start. Jeff is back. Welcome back, back from Memphis. How's it going? How's Memphis? Oh, couldn't tell you. We we don't even hardly stop in Memphis. Her family lives in Collierville, and oh, okay, uh, we go we go through Memphis, and then once we get to Collierville, we just kind of stay there. So you could have how how was it? Just like going to Edmond or Frisco, Texas, <laughs> or any other yeah. suburb of a city that's uh, that's kind of got a lot of nice houses. So, anyways, it's fun though. Your it's a good little community. Wife enjoy your birthday. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. She uh. Turn the big three zero, the big three zero. Nice. So gross. I was giving her, <laughs> I was giving her a hard time about. It. She said, "You're about to turn 40 I said, "Doesn't yeah. really bug me though." Yeah, but the men year and women years are, yeah, two different things. Yeah, unfortunately. So, yeah. I mean, anyway. Anyway, uh, let me ask you guys a question. Um, is there something? That someone does that infuriates infuriates you. The way you bumble words all the time. Yes, yeah, that's my trick. Sends no, a no, no. shiver up my spine. <laughs> Next, there, question. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Next <laughs> question. Is there something that someone does that you would consider <laughs> rude, crude, and thoughtful, <laughs> but probably isn't? Oh. I think a lot of people are uh, I mean, like pet peeves. Yeah, I think a lot of people are unintentionally like condescending yeah. when they talk to people. I don't. I think most people don't. Real. Some people realize they're doing it because they think they're smarter than you. Yeah. Some people don't, and they just talk that way. Yeah. And that kind of wears me out. I've actually been told I do that sometimes. <laughs> that is true. So. That is true. That I talk down to people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Often. Good. <laughs> Good. But I think you know it. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> no. the The reason I say that is is one thing I guess gets on my last nerves is being left in a car. Yeah. You know, like for example, like they go back to when you were a kid. No, no, no. Josh, no, stay no. in the car. Not like that, but <laughs> it's like, hot. Like if, if Shana I'm, doesn't crack the windows <laughs> for you. <laughs> uh, no, but like, um, you know, if it's like, hey, I'm gonna run in here and drop this off. Yeah. And then you end up being stuck in the car for 15 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if I drop you off at Walmart, like, hey, I'm going to go pick a few things up, and I know I'm going to be in the car for a minute, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But if if it's, hey, I'm going to run in and grab this, or I'm going to run in and, and drop this off, and you expect them to run in and run right back out, and then 15 minutes later, you're stuck in the car waiting. Yeah. Oh, it infuriates me, man. Yeah. I mean, just... This happened recently? Well... It happens to me quite often. Oh, this is the most. Thing. The most recent one was uh, my wife had surgery. Uh, so the day after the surgery, she can't drive because she's all uh, on pain meds and all that. So she's like, "We, I, you know, there's a shirt I need to pick up." So I ordered a shirt from some friend who, you know, for her and her friends. So she's like, "You know, can we go get it?" I'm like, "Sure." I said, "I got to run by the bank." So let's do that. And she's like, okay, well, we we also need to go pay the tax bill. So I'm like, all right, listen, let's just, you know, go to the bank, go, you know, run by the tax bill. We'll go pick up the littlest one, go pick up your shirts, and we'll be back in time to pick up the bigs from school. So yeah. we're on a schedule, and we leave with enough time with a little bit built in uh, that maybe I could maybe stop off at the house and then yeah. drop everyone off. We go to drop off our tax bill. 
which is literally just taking two envelopes, giving to the person on the front desk and walking back out. Yep. And she used to work there, so I figured maybe she she was you know she'd say hi to some people. Twenty minutes later, man, I'm oh. still in the car. Oh, bro, on, have you not met your wife on a schedule? <laughs> right. You took her somewhere to people she hasn't seen in a while, and you didn't feel after knowing her for as long as you've known yeah. her, you didn't think that she wasn't gonna feel. Like Dude, it was, she's it a, was, she was obligated she, to talk a, to everyone in there. She's a direct thing. descendant of Tommy Hans. <laughs> but here's, <laughs> here's the thing, man. It was our second stop. So I've uh, got three other things that I've got to do before I have to be back at the school before 4 p.m. to pick up the kids. So it's one of those things where I, I assumed that, hey, she understands that we're on a tight schedule no. here. So she can't just go in and. So anyway, twenty She's minutes. She's in there passed. thinking. Josh now, is that more? Wait, but is that more of a car thing, or is that more of a uh, just like a time thing? It's re- it's really the car, and I think it's I think it's I think it's <laughs> the it's, box. Yeah, I think it's it's so, two things. You're not really built for a car. I hate being in the car. I <laughs> hate driving. Nobody I puts hate, Josh in the corner. I, yeah. <laughs> I hate being in the car, and I hate waiting around yeah. for no reason. I go in like to tell her like, hey, we gotta go. We got other we got other things to do. I walk in, she's not in the lobby. I'm like I'm like, hey, I'm looking for my wife. Oh, she's back talking to Patty. And I'm like, Okay, can I go back to her office? You know where it's at? I'm like, Unfortunately I do. So I walk back there. Yeah, she's just sitting down there yippy yapping like like nothing else has to be done. I'm like, Hey, we got kids that have to be picked up. We have to go pick up your stupid shirts. I mean like <laughs> Where'd you Negative, think, man. Where'd you think this 20 minutes of spare time was coming from? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's just. No, I, I get the whole time thing. Because um, she it, does it with me at the babysitter. Even if we have nowhere to go, she, I'll be sitting in the car for 20 minutes while she yeah, talks to yeah. the babysitter. And it's like, listen. Now, see, I do that to my wife. She doesn't do it to me. My wife can can go in and out unless she's shopping because she can't, um, she can't make decisions. Yeah. But it's never because she's talking to somebody. She's. Seriously, just sitting there not making a decision, yeah. and and just needs help but, with it. But but if you but if you drop her off the shop, you kind of understand that there's going to be a, a no. Time. She says I'm going in and getting one thing, and then she goes in there and she stares at the aisle for a long time <laughs> for oh, that dude. one thing because she doesn't want to make a decision. I on can it. I can grocery shop with my wife. I cannot do clothing. Yeah, no, I will now never clothing do that. shopping I don't do with my wife because yeah. she goes in there, she looks around, she tries a bunch of stuff on, they she touch, buys it, they she touch comes the material, home. they sit there and they like pet the entire aisle of clothes. <laughs> my, my wife it's brings ridiculous. it. My wife brings it home, and I said, and she'll be like, "I'm sorry, we I, I got a lot of stuff." It's like, oh, it's okay. You're gonna take it all back tomorrow because it never fails. She wakes up the next day and hates all of it and takes it all yep. back. And well, see, Shana hates it and doesn't ever take it back. Oh, that, even worse. Oh, dude, we could go no. through her closet right now and find no. fifty sets of clothes I, with tags on it. No, hey, how about this? Barusa takes it back. I give her credit. How about this? How about uh, I don't like trying things on. Yeah. Not not me. My yeah. wife tells me Buys I don't it, comes like home, tries it on and then takes doesn't, it. No, doesn't fit. Yeah. And then like he said, doesn't I'm like Oh, don't take it back. Oh wow. Doesn't take it back. I'm like Yeah. Dude, try it on. Yeah. I don't know if this will fit or not. Because yeah. she's in a weird like you know, she can she depending on the, the brand and all that, because brands, you know, are obviously different. She's yeah. either an extra small or an extra extra small. Well, it's either extra small, <laughs> but it's a medium. It's extra small to medium, depending wow. on on the the brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, because I mean, you have like you have what they call vanity sizing, 
where uh learning something yeah check this out clothing clothing lines what they will do is is they would have what they call vanity sizing where they will their small is actually probably closer to a medium but they label it a small and, and and they do that so when a woman goes in and she's a medium and she puts on the small she feels better about herself like oh okay and that's how they bring people back so mm. they really kind of kind of bump up the things that's anyway lane bryant's guilty of it lane <laughs> You're shopping at Lane Bryant, right? <laughs> you already know. Yeah. But but the point being is is like is is there is that. So she falls in that in that range. So because she is a I mean, she's just however it fits, you know, kind of yeah. thing. That she oh, maybe this small work. I'm like, Yeah. All right. And then it doesn't fit. Why yeah. not buy this? I'm like, why don't you try it on? You know, and then here's the thing: we were out looking for pants the other day, which, by the way, I can't find my size in in stores. Yeah, too tall. But anyway, too tall. that's like my dad. One this. time, dad gave me a t-shirt. He says, "Here, you you can have this one. It doesn't fit me. I'm a little too broad in the shoulders." <laughs> like, yeah, dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way of saying it. Well, that's the thing, man. <laughs> I'm sure I wear, that's where I, it's stretching. <laughs> I wear a 34 inch inseam on pants, right? Yeah. And, Do you? Yeah. Dang, man. And you can't. I can't. I can't find anything in a 38 to 40 range waistline. Yeah. Which in anything longer than 32 inches. Yeah. But check this out. I can find, I was going through the big and tall. I was shopping the big and talls, obviously. I was going through the big and tall. Yeah. If you're a, a waistline of 50 and an inseam of 38, there's plenty of pants for you mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, just a normal size 34 inch, not there. So anyway. I'm trying on some pants, you know, seeing maybe if the 32 is just long enough to to work. So yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna try these on, and you know what I get? Hmm. <sighs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. See, My if this bad. works. I want to test it before I buy it. Yeah. I don't want to throw it in the back of the closet and forget about it. Yeah. I mean, oh, anyway. Man. Well, um, so something that gets me on the time deal is. I get aggravated at work a lot of times because I think people maybe get the misconception that I enjoy work. <laughs> you know, like a, you're a we, we get dude, out, man. we get out in the field and I jump out of the truck and I'm starting to push people. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's get this. And then we got to do this. And you know, I'm all about it. And I see people kind of getting this, what do you call it? The countenance of, you know, oh, oh, oh. and I'm dragging them along. I'm like, look guys, I'm not doing this because I love work. I'm doing it because I hate work. Yeah. I guarantee I hate it more than you. I'm trying to get it over with exactly, so we can get the heck out of here. And I don't ever want to come back here. I'm always blown away by how willing people are to leave something unfinished and then come back and just make another trip out there to do it later. I'm like, no, man, this thing's getting done. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the milking things. Yeah. You know? And so I jump out, and so I get aggravated at work when – People at work act like they're on their time. I'm like, man, you're not on your time. You're on your employer's time. You're on the people that are paying them's time. You're on everybody's time but yours. You know, when you right. clock in, you're you're no longer on your time. So let's get it. Let's do this. And let's get out of here. And uh, I don't have – I got zero patience. So I catch myself having to watch out because I'll kind of be a little bit of a jerk out in the field to people. Um, because work Jeff and regular Jeff are two different people. Yeah, but that's the thing is work, like work Jeff's kind of. If you can't hang with work Jeff, kind of hardcore. <laughs> then maybe work Jeff should get on to you. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you know, it's like it's like sports though. You know, 
I'm not so competitive that, you know, I'm just losing my mind and everything else. But, you know, when everybody's trying hard and there's that one person that's not, it's like, you know, you're not trying hard is affecting all these people who are trying hard. You know, try hard. Yeah. We're not asking you to be good. We're asking you to try hard. Yeah. You know, that's all. So, you know, it's kind of that. I'm not a coach and I'm not a teacher, but I do get dude, that kind of mentality every now and then. You used where, to play softball with this dude, man. And kind of, kind of, not, in, and again, not one of those things where I, I want to win, but yeah. I just don't want to get embarrassed, man. Yeah. And it, you know, like, like this, I don't want it to look like we're just a crackerjack operation, like, dude coming out in jean shorts and. Yeah. A glove that he has to tear, you know, still has the tag from Walmart on type thing. I mean, yeah. we had that. But anyway, point being is, is we kept telling this dude, like, hey, man, he's playing left field. You need to back up. You need to back up. Yeah. You know, and and he wouldn't listen. He yeah. just like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. Bing. <laughs> dude, just, dude just skies a man, and he's just running. I mean, he's just he's got the long haul of the fence, and we're just sitting there, like, just watching him run to the fence. And it's yeah. like, dude, you're not that fast, and these dudes can rip it. Dude, next time up, hey man, you need to back up. Yeah. No, it's good, it's good. I'm like, okay. Bing. Yeah. There it goes again, and it's just like over and over, and he's just like, yeah, what? I mean, it's, hey man, stay there. Yeah. That's probably what I should have said. Like, hey bro, stay right there. You're good. Yeah. You know, but it's just one of those things where it's like he didn't he didn't care enough to the point that like, and it's like, why are you out here then? You yeah. Know? I mean, it's like a burden. You know, there's there's a couple couple different ways of being. Um, I guess what you'd call a, a poor sport or um, a sore loser. One is where you just start flipping out and losing your mind if you're not winning. You know, that's I think that's the one yeah. everybody's familiar with. Yeah. There's another one, though, that people just don't ever get on to and they never do anything about. And it's the sore loser who, if they can't win, then they don't care. So they're not going to try. They're not going to put in 100% effort right. and, and prove that, well, you know, I tried my best and still got beat. They've got to be able to say, well, you know, I didn't even care. I wasn't even trying. Yeah. You know, that's just another way of getting away with being a sore loser. Yeah. You know, well, and, and that drives me crazy more than the person who's out there flipping out usually. You know, it's just the, you know, hey, you quit taking it serious because you're too cool to care now when yeah. actually it's just you don't want to lose and you don't want to feel inferior because, you know, you don't have any confidence yeah, probably. And, and, and I'm not – and the thing is, is I'm not saying you have to be – like I I probably clown around like in sports. It's I mean, one thing just, if you're just goofing off, but when other people around you are trying, you need to try. But no, 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 no. But my point being is, is, is I mean, throughout – I'm talking about throughout my sports career all the time, I'm always laughing and joking. Even when we're yeah. losing and all that, I'm trying – I'm putting 110 percent in, mm -hmm. but I'm cracking jokes, mm -hmm. and I'm, um, you know what I mean. You yeah. know, I, I in, in college, I would, I in high school, I would joke around with the refs, you yeah. know, between plays, and just kind of do that stuff. But when know, the ball blah, blah. snapped, you were trying to get right, after it. But and, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Put in, and even then, I would, you know, talking trash and all that. Yeah. And that, and that's the point is, is you can still have fun while you're losing, yet still put in the effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 you, the point being is you can show that you you don't care about winning that you're out there to have fun but at the same time you're competing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not one of those you know you have to have a scowl on your face and completely just kind of yeah. yeah. You know or you know whatever. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's like I said. It's just I don't know. But um, again, 
you you kind of played sports. I mean, everyone here kind of played sports. I would say that the best way of describing my athletic career was that I kind of played sports. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but the point being is, is but you were organized. It, point being yeah. is you weren't a – I was a, on a team, yeah. You weren't a drama student. I played for a coach. You weren't a drama student who went out into the, wor- into the workforce and we needed a ninth guy for, for company softball. So you're like, yeah, sure, I'll do it because, yeah. you know – I want to network. No, you know I, I mean? I, I've been yelled at for uh, not having my head in the game. Exactly. Yeah. And I think when when that's happened to you, then you have a different mentality when you approach these things. Yeah. You know, so. I think I only had one coach that ever felt like I could do something. And he, the thing he thought I could do was the one thing I thought, you you got to be wrong on this. We uh, I was a receiver. And every now and then, you know, we'd get in, in a situation, you know, you're at the goal line. And we'd go out there. And I was a slot. So I'd I'd get off the tight end of the tackle, and my job was to help block. <laughs> Your coach thought you could do that. Well, <laughs> our head coach didn't ever look at who he was throwing in there. He just told a receiver the play and threw him in there. But our line coach was always, uh, you know, he was, you know, he's always helping us out whenever he's like, all right, we're gonna, you know, run some packages and stuff. We're gonna do a wing or a slot or whatever. Yeah. And you're gonna help block. Um, so he would kind of give us blocking techniques and everything. And I went out there, and, man, this defensive end just plowed through me and killed, killed our quarterback. And I did. I ran at him with everything I had and ran into him as hard as I could and just flecked off of him. Yeah, you should. And, and anyways, and I got to the sideline, and I was kind of expecting, uh, like, we should have looked and saw who was in there before we called that play type deal. Like, yeah, little Jeffrey can't do it. <laughs> Instead, our line coach grabs my face mask and starts yelling at me, next time you get in there, you better block somebody. And then he just starts going on and on at me um, about how I shouldn't have let that guy do that and all this other stuff. Mess around, and I get another play you know near the goal line <laughs> where they want me to block this guy I'm like, man they're doing this on purpose what do we not want to win how much did you weigh in high school 125 to 130 pounds Dude, that means a that means a small defensive end has minimum 75 pounds on you. most minimum. most of the girls that worked out with us could bench press what i weighed <laughs> you know what i mean you know yeah. it, it it was uh i'm just saying man they, i mean it doesn't matter i mean the point being it's, you could, it's not a lot of weight you could hit that dude as hard as you could without him seeing well, you coming and you would have to hit him perfect and what i ended up doing and this is what i ended up and and i'm proud that he believed in me because even though you shouldn't be able to do something sometimes you can yeah i knew i wasn't going to be able to blow this guy up and knock him down i was like man he's going to come around that end with a head of steam i'm trying to get up from a, like a three-point stance here uh. so you know what am i going to do so I just reverted back to basketball, and I just ran and then just started side to side, <laughs> like like pass blocking, yeah. you know, and, and that's what we were doing. You know, we were passing, just I wasn't going to, you know, we were going to, um, he was going to roll out and throw to the other side, you know, and yeah. I was just supposed to keep that guy off. And uh, anyways, I stayed in front of him and kept him from getting to the quarterback, just side to side. He kept trying to go around me, and I just kept getting in front of him, and I wasn't stopping him. But I was slowing him down. Yeah. He no longer had a head of steam. And now he's trying to reach around me and grab instead of just smearing our quarterback yeah. or chasing him down from behind. Our quarterback wasn't faster than this guy. He was faster than this guy trying to step through me, though. Yeah. And and so I get back to the sidelines, and, of course, he grabs me again, and he's telling me, he's like, see, you know, you could do it and everything. 
just yeah. I had to change. You, you you're not the, somebody else. I can't block that guy the way that this guy can. Right. So what can I do? Because it's my job to block him. Did he still has it? to get blocked. Did you do that play again? Huh? Do you have to block him again after that? Those were the only two times I, I ever had to do say, that. Because if you tried to do that the second time, that no. dude was going to blow you up. <laughs> he, was, he was either going to he was either gonna <laughs> blow gonna... me up or he was just going to swing yeah, his that's... arm from way back. You just on the side of the helmet. Yeah. You confused <laughs> him on the first time. You confused him one time. The next time he saw you yeah. do that, he's like, watch yeah. this. He was, he yeah. was going yeah, to spin my helmet sideways that's when he slapped me on the side of the head is what he was going to do. Yeah, that's like the old fumble rooski. It only works once. Yeah. Yeah, That's so, funny. but you know, that, you know, it was, it, no, but, it was one of those things where that was probably the best coaching I ever got because, you know, I have had, you know, one of our coaches, uh, you know, same, same team, uh, my high school football team, our head coach put me in and I'm running like a, like just a slant route, you know, the center field, like a backside post type route. Yeah. And, um, we had our second string quarterback in there, man, he had a cannon, but he didn't have a ton of control. Uh, he was young at the time. Um, and he just sells one over my head. And I i mean, I jumped, but it was still, you know, feet over my head. And I came off the sidelines. I'll never forget. That coach said, that's my fault. I should have seen who was in there. I was like, really? <laughs> like, that's – thanks for the encouragement. Hey, hey, Uncle Owen, this one's got a bad motivator, you know. <laughs> what is going on with this guy? But, no, he really said that, and I'm thinking, was he talking about the quarterback who threw it five feet over my head, or was he talking about, you know, it's yeah. my fault for being five foot seven and not being able to have a 86-inch vertical? You know, what's going on here? Dude, check this. Bad coaching versus good coaching. Check this out. <laughs> I, in college, uh, my last year, I uh, I had a, sub, a subplexed kneecap. You know what that is? You suplexed your kneecap? Subplexed. It's essentially it's essentially the same as a dislocation. Yeah. Uh, the difference between a dislocation and a subplex is when you dislocate it, you usually stretch or tear tendons enough mm -hmm. that the kneecap stays out of place. Mm. That's a dislocation. A subplexation or a subplexing or whatever it's called is essentially when you dislocate it, but the tendons and everything stay intact and they're able to pull, pull it, it back, back where it needs to. But it hurts. It hurts like a dislocation, but it's not as serious. Does it swell? Yeah, I was out. I was out for two weeks. I missed. I did that two or three days into three days, and I missed all the rest. That thing of, got puffy, uh, didn't camp. it? Yeah, it was. It it hurt. Yeah, it was one of those things. We uh, we had a bad. You know, the practice field had a little divot in it, and I was you know pass blocking someone, and I went to go stick my foot down. And my, you know, you know when you step off a stair that you're not expecting that, you know, <laughs> you think it's the last one, yeah. but it's really not. I walk over uneven terrain every day, yeah. man. That yeah, probably happens to me at least twice a week. That was my mindset. My foot was, I felt like my foot should be hitting ground, but it wasn't at the time. <laughs> and so it, it, it suplexed it. Anyway, long story short, I missed two a days uh, with it. I kept trying to come back. Uh, two times during two days, I tried to come back. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm ready to go. And the trainer's like, I don't think you're ready, but whatever, you know. Yeah. It's just two a days, take it easy, whatever. So I'm over there with coach, you know, and I'm just nagging. I'm like, come on, man, put me in. He's like, you know, chill out, whatever. Anyway, long story short, we go to this drill. He puts in like the four-string defensive end, right? We run this drill, and that dude, my knee's completely not ready. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, anyway, I just get beat in that drill by the four-string defensive end. Coach looks at him and goes, you're not ready. Get out. So, 
point being is, is like, how do you feel to be that guy yeah. that's like, oh, he won? Yeah, you're still hurt. Get out of here. <laughs> that was the test. You know what I mean? That was that. It's like, yeah, this guy sucks. <laughs> if you can't beat him, then you're still hurt. You know, kind of thing. And same thing. You know, I come back. Yeah. I come back. I try to come back a second time, and same exact thing. All right, run him against him. And at that time, uh, he didn't beat me, but I didn't. I, I didn't beat him the way I should have. Like, yeah. like what you know was expected of me. I didn't beat him the way I should. And same thing. Yeah. Get out. And I'm just sitting there looking. I'm kind of, I remember the second time I'm looking at that dude like, man, that's got to that's that's sting, be a terrible man. terrible feeling to be, yeah. the, be the litmus test on whether someone's <laughs> hurt or not. <laughs> you know? and Obviously, so, you can't even yeah. compete at this point. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yep, you're, you're definitely. So, anyway. Yeah. And, then, and then, finally, I, I came back the week of our first game. Uh, and that's it was is essentially I went through all four defensive ends to yeah. to prove that I wasn't hurt, you know, type yeah. of thing and and all that. But it's just I like I just remember looking at that guy two yeah. two times, just thinking like, why are you out here? If yeah. like if that's what you are to this coaching staff, why are you even out here? Yeah. But well, it's one thing for a coach to take it out on a kid. You know, if you if you put a kid in a situation they shouldn't be in or something like that, you know, that's that's on you. But you, you keep that to yourself. You know, I, I understand I wasn't the well, best at football and stuff, but that, that coach was uh, was a moron for, for letting that roll off his tongue. Yeah, but I, no, I, will, I, I will say this, though, and this is what the difference between what I'm saying is a good coach and a bad coach. If you do have to put someone in, though, and it's a situation, it's like, look, you're not ideal. Say you've you got a basketball team and you don't got a single kid over 6'2", but you got one kid who he is 6'2", and he's got to play center. Yeah. And he's going to be going up against guys who he – say he's a skinny 6'2". And he's going to be going up against guys that he's got no business going up against, but he's forced to be in that position because he's the tallest kid you got. Well, you don't tell that kid it's okay that he fails because he shouldn't be in that position. And you're like, look, you're not going to be able to do this the way everybody else does, so you're going to have to find a way because here's your job. Your job is to do the post. Stop Zion Williams. You're, you're the post guy. And a full head of steam. And we're not going to take excuses here. If one way is not working, we got to figure out something else. Yeah. There's something within the rules of basketball that you're going to have to do that's going to be better it's than called, anything else you can do. It's called learning to take a charge. Yeah, and, and, and that's and that's how you and that's how you you coach you know situations. No, and, I uh, agree. And I'm not I'm not knocking if you're going to put a kid in a situation, then you need to you yeah. need to coach them on how to get through it, and you need to let them know that look, don't you go out there with it. I can't succeed attitude because if you go out there you're already beat and if you're already beat we might as well not even run this play we might as well just set the ball down and say it's y'all's turn yeah no i agree now your coach probably shouldn't have said that the coach i'm talking about definitely wasn't making that point like no you just read between the lines yeah it's 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 one of those things where but was this a young guy huh was this a young guy that was four string uh no he was oh so he was second or third year guy no oh, okay he had freshmen ahead of him i mean the Point being, but he knew he was just glad to be there. Hundred, yeah, hundred percent. This dude's credit, great personality. Knew he shouldn't shouldn't be out there, mm-hmm. but enjoyed being out there. And I don't even know if he enjoyed football that much as much as he just liked hanging out with the guys and all that. We took him on road trips with us and all that. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and he, like I said, super cool dude. I enjoyed hanging out with him. You know, when I did, but it's just it's one of those. And like I said, the coach just kind of pulled me out. And said, you know, would tell me you're not ready. The other coach, his coach would celebrate it like like you won like forget the fact that the dude's knees all jacked up yeah you you beat 
the starting dude. So like, you know, kind of, kind of lifted him up on that side. My coach was like, hey, get out of here. You know, you're, you're yeah. still injured. Uh, but like I said, he would call him out personally. He's like, you know, right. Yeah. You're in like, yeah. it's not the next guy in line. It's you come, you know, come yeah. up here and let's test this guy out. So me in my head, I know what the coach is doing. He probably like, whatever. Well, and you know, with sports, especially with, with, uh, you know, young kids, I don't know how it is when you get in the college age, but you know, you talk about high school, middle school, and of course, you know, especially in the younger kids, um, a lot of times coaches are trying to replace pride with confidence. They want to destroy your pride because pride oh, yeah. because pride has to be fed and, and you'll be all over the place if you're playing with pride. But if you've got confidence, you're going to take the wins and losses. You're oh, going to keep coming back. College. And and so <laughs> it's one thing, you know, if you see a coach yelling at your child or if you're a kid that's getting yelled at, I wouldn't worry about the fact that you're getting yelled at as much as what's coach saying? Is coach saying things because you need to have, you need to come home with your head down and your pride hurt? Because if that's the case, then it doesn't matter what that coach said. He's trying to break you down so he can build you up with real confidence. Or is your coach just maybe a jerk? And, well, and there are a few out there, and, it, and it's tough to get through that. And, you, and parents have to help their kids because it's a growing situation. you, you got to be a coachable kid first. Yeah. And I had a coach, Coach Nelson, in high school who, hilarious. I mean, you loved when someone messed up because the way he ripped into somebody was crazy. The most creative thing I've ever. We had heard. coach like that. Yeah, he was everyone, great. Everyone laughed at it, but you didn't want to be the one getting ripped. Yeah. But if he was ripping someone else, you roll. And he was more critical than complimentary. Yeah. Coach Jones did the ambulance sound one time. He paused the film <laughs> where a dude got smashed and went, "Woo, woo, woo, woo!" Call yeah. the ambulance. Anyway, yeah, this dude would throw <laughs> pennies against your helmet. You know, that kind of stuff. That's fun. <laughs> but yeah. but the point being is 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 one time I remember this specifically. I ran this drill. Yeah. And he just looked at me and said, "Boy, you a stallion." And he walked <laughs> off. And it's like it's like that stuck with me, you know, that cuz yeah. cuz he's he's usually so critical and he's, you know, and he's coaching, he's doing well. But yeah. you know, he threw that one compliment in there that and you knew what it took to earn that. Exactly. And you realized that's how hard you were gonna have to work from how, then on. And he that's how he motivated people and people yeah. loved it. And I that's mean, and that's the good kind of coaching because yeah. you know, you're talking about how that one guy feel, but no. I've seen coaches say things to players, you know, and make make fun of them in front of everybody and everybody's laughing and that person's laughing too because they know Oh yeah. No, they know no, their no. four string. But everybody also respects them, yeah, you know, no, and because, that's exactly how it was. Yeah, no. and and it's different. You, yeah. But and and you got to learn to be able to tell the difference when someone's being a jerk or when, like I said, buddy and bully is a fine line. Yeah, yeah. And, and those <laughs> sometimes good, someone's being a friend. Those good coaches find it. Yeah, but it's the same, man. I mean, I, I can tell you this. I mean, there's probably a little more football knowledge the higher you up you go. Yeah, but. But a good coach, you know, has the a good coach has the same fundamentals whether it's you know pee wee or or college or pros. It's just that yeah, you know, they're able to you're able to play for them because you don't want to disappoint them. Yeah, and you know, but it's more about not wanting to disappoint them, as in you want to uh, earn something from them. You want to earn that compliment from them because yeah. you know they just. A good coach needs to know how to tear a kid down. He yeah. also needs to know how to build him back up exactly. once he's done that, though. And and if you if you can only tear him down, you can't build him back up. Yeah, you're 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 not gonna you're not gonna succeed. Yeah, team's not gonna succeed, and you're not gonna succeed. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, man, we want to talk Mueller. The Mueller investigation. Oh, man. Mueller. That's a, that's a done deal. Mueller. Have you seen that? It's, oh, my goodness. It's, I don't know. I'm, I try not to get fired let me, up and let, talk okay, about let politics. Me ask, but, let me ask you this. Okay. Okay. The, the, I don't lick my chops for politics like you do, Josh. <laughs> the church, the church in, uh, the Catholic church in Paris caught yep. on fire. Yep. Right? Yeah. Um, the hunchback did it. Yeah. If you, if you watch, now, if you watch any news source outside of the United States. Yeah. Um, it was a, uh, they, they're calling it an act of terrorism. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was burnt down by a certain group of people. Okay, so they, they, they have an idea of who they think did it even. Yeah, well, okay, listen. They interviewed a a um, government authority from France. Mm-hmm. And he said, this is not shocking. You know, everyone in the world's like, oh, you know, no. It was, this isn't shocking. He said, it was, we average, we average two Protestant or Christian Christian uh, buildings being vandalized like this every week. Mm-hmm. It's been happening. It's been happening by the same group. This just happens to be a historic, uh, historic one that that got you know that's that's a worst case. Yeah, than like nine eleven wasn't the first terrorist attack. Exactly. It was just the first one that and shook the and world. And that's all he's saying. He's saying well, there's no doubt who who did this because it's been happening for the past two years. And are they saying it's a, a group, or are you just saying it's Muslim related? They're saying it's Muslim related, but they don't have a, a group yet that they're because nobody because there's That's other the factions well, and, it's, and, and it's, different terrorist groups. Well, we don't we don't yeah. know because because it's unusual for them to not claim it though. That's yeah. That, that's, if it's if it is a, a terrorist group, usually, but, usually a video gets put out, but right? That's, but that's the thing is yeah. like they are you know you have a certain group claiming it. Anyway, he was being interviewed. They cut him off. Right. No, 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 no. We're not going to speculate. Who did? Not, what news source? Uh, this was actually Fox News. It was that chef. Uh, what? That, I thought Fox that? was that. Oh, would yeah. it be the ones that would jump all I over I forget that. what his name is. Chef whatever. He's a putz. Yeah, he sucks. Anyway, uh, it was him. We're not going to speculate. We're not going to speculate. You know, he's, and so the guy keeps trying to say, it's not speculation, man. It's happening every week here. Yeah. And we're catching people doing it. It's it's when there's a trend, you start pointing towards a trend. It's Islamophobia, man. And they and no, we're not going to speculate. Not, and they cut him off. Like they yeah. cut the thing off, and he just you know he had this you know holier than now like you know this isn't you know news source blah 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 blah, you know this isn't you know credible news yada yada yada. Yeah. And, and I bring that up to make this point: for over two years, you have done nothing but speculate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That the Russians essentially put in a secret agent to win the White House is essentially, you know what I mean? So there's a hypocrisy. Is that a Freudian slip that you call the White House the right house? The right house. Baby. <laughs> but, uh, but you know what I mean, though? It's like you've, you've, you've done nothing but speculate for, for this long, and now you have someone who probably has a little more evidence than you do in speculation, yeah. and you, you cut them off. Does that make sense? Yeah, I that's guess. my issue with the news source is like there's that 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 just obvious bias hypocrisy that goes on. Yeah. You know, but that you said that was Fox. Though. I thought Fox was the one that would have jumped over. On Fox that. was actually bought by Disney. Uh, no, Fox yeah. News wasn't. No, Fox it, News stayed separate. That was like, that was like the movie there, there's studios, two there's right? two there's two entities within Fox that are still separate. Fox News is one of them. Yeah, it's still controlled. Uh, opposition. Well, 
So I heard that so, they caught a guy trying to burn down another one and that he had actually had plane tickets booked to go to Rome and they think that his next stop was going to be the vacuum. But this looked like maybe it was like a copycat guy or yeah. something, which is even weirder. What copycat crimes are ridiculous. Hey, man. But apparently it's a no. big deal. It happens. What's weird is that like people idolize these people. Yeah. Like these are scum of the earth. Yeah. Like, you can't be a productive member of society, so you resort to crime. Well, you know what happens is they, they get into conspiracy theories and they see everybody as the enemy. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Mostly I'm not Catholic, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't bother me that much. It it's, a, it's a terrible thing, but it's not like, oh, my goodness, what a tragedy. Well, One of the funniest it's... things was how quickly it turned into people bragging about their trips to Paris on <laughs> social media. Yeah, <laughs> Whitney Cummings pointed that out. She got lamb blasted for it. <laughs> But it's like it's true though. Yeah. It's like People, everyone. Oh, I want to. I want to tie myself. To, first off, I think it, the, the only tragic part of it is that it was a historical thing. If you if you read kind of what went into building that, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the wood. The wood was prepped for like fifty years. No, yeah, that's a big deal. I, I mean, mean, you'd they, like to keep. You know, you'd like to be able to have nice things. Yeah, they stripped. They apparently the 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 wood used in it. Was stripped of its bark and then soaked in a uh, a pond or a pond or something like that for twenty five years. Yeah, uh, I guess to help preserve, you know, make the wood flammable. Not flammable, Sorry. but anti. You like <laughs> add the protect add, it, from, add a little fuel, protect it from you know insects or yeah, or yeah rotting yeah, yeah. or something. Like it's that. just yeah. they call it treating. Yeah, yeah. Treating. treated wood. So they did that for twenty five years. Then they bring it out, cut it into planks. And then it has to dry for 25 years. Yeah. So people who, who actually prepared the wood to be used in this probably never got to actually, you know, based on lifespans, probably never even saw the thing in its mm-hmm. completion. So that's what burned down. So from a historic standpoint, it's understandable why why uh, it's an issue. Mm-hmm. But what I, I guess the meme that's going around is that you've got people in Flint, Michigan that still can't drink the water. No, we're still talking about that. And man. all that. Yet. And no one, no one bats an eye at that stuff. And all of a sudden, this building, everyone wants to start donating money and, and mm-hmm. you know to, to build it back up. One billion dollars in a day is what they raised. Yeah. What are they going to do with that money? Rebuild it? We're going to rebuild. I don't know. We could probably fund a wall if we could pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm watch saying, them, man. Watch it's them like, build the wall. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, but that's what that's my point, man. It's like, yeah, you know, can't I have nice things, man. It's just a building. Yeah, I mean, it, a historic no, building. I mean, that's that's. But he, can you burn? Can you burn down history? In the simplest terms, it's, yeah. But I mean, history. I mean, the, the history is still there. The history's still there. And but trust I mean, me, I think it. I, I think the cathedral's been well documented. There's going to be a billion pictures. Well, and and, and hey, the, man, there's a tree in my mom and dad's backyard. It's a big oak tree. Been there since, who knows how long? Big, giant, old oak tree. It's real impressive. Whole property looks better because of it. It broke, fell down, and they had to cut it down. All right. In essence, yeah, it's just a tree, not a big deal. But there's some sentimental value it's to it because we grew yeah. up with that tree in the backyard. And I there's some it. property value because you know it makes the whole place look naked without it. There, everything was built around the shade of that tree, so now it's like the you know just everything just seems a little right. more oddly placed. And that's now. and that's what I'm saying is like so it's, it's just, more than just a building. Yeah, right. I think it's an overattachment to things. Now, now no, but it's, it's not holy. No, I agree, and, and, and that's, that's my point. And that's, yeah, and that's it, my it's point. not holy. They it's, they didn't affect God in any it's way. Not, yeah, it's not a desecration of 
yeah of religion as much as it's a desecration of a historical yeah. Yeah. thing yeah you know, jesus christ did not just take a punch exactly so <laughs> and that's and that's my point is, yeah. is we're all acting like or not we but society's acting like oh no you know well, we're losing grip on 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 religion you know who was like, affected the most your holiday catholics <laughs> Speaking of that, man, y'all dressing up for Easter? Cat- Catholic on Easter and Catholic what? on Christmas. Like wear a bunny costume to church? Oh man! Like you, you, obviously, <laughs> Josie got a dress. Josie has about fifteen dresses, man. For she's, Easter, she's got she's got an overzealous no. grandma. For Easter, <laughs> does she have a Easter dress? Like I mean, like I said, she's dress. got a bunch. I don't know how we're gonna pick. Do you? She was supposed to be wearing one every Sunday for the past month. <sighs> okay, she got well, sent that many. Well, what I'm saying is, is like okay. You obviously don't get this Easter thing the way I do. See, you're a fashionista. Is that what they call it? I guess you're you're okay. you're, look, gotta, <laughs> you're you're looking you're looking forward to to yes. the seasons changing Dude, so that your a, wardrobe can change. Bought a whole new outfit and, for Easter. And, Oh, and uh, and and I guess Easter is one of those days where you you get excited about waking up in the morning so you can stun on everybody with your Easter gear. I'm telling you right now, if if my the pants I ordered. Check this. I ordered some pants. Uh, Are they going to be too short? Am no. I going to see your no, ankle they're hair? Gonna, they're going to work. But the thing is, is is UPS was, told me, like, I get the email says they're delivered, right? Yeah. So I go on my front porch, man. Nothing. My new sports coat's there, mm-hmm. but the pants aren't. So I called I call UPS like, hey, uh, y'all say it's delivered. This is the tracking number, but it's not here. They're like, okay, let me look. Yeah, I'm showing it's delivered. Let me give a, you know, a phone call. I said, okay. So a guy calls me back, and he's like, hey, Josh, this is uh, so-and-so from UPS. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, uh, hey, uh, your package got delivered to the uh, Hefner post office. I'm like, okay. What does that mean? She goes, he goes, well, it'll come through the post office. He goes, but uh, I'm looking here. I don't know why. He starts explaining. I don't know why I went to Hefner. I'm a fellow 73170 like you. That's my zip code, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm a fellow 73170. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then he starts to tell we, me where he lives. Are we tight now? <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> all right. He goes, and he starts telling me where he lives. Everything's and, good in the hood in Talavera. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is, he st- the, the funny thing is he, he starts to he starts to explain to me. It, it's one of those things where he starts to explain to me what yeah. happened and why it's weird. As if I understand his job as well as he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's speaking the language, you know, and, and apparently at UPS they talk in zip codes yeah. and all that. But it's pretty funny. Yeah. So if, if the pants get in, then everything I wear. See, uh, I'm a little bit worried already because if you told me that you got something to wear and you went to, I don't know, Men's Warehouse, Dillard's, JCPenney, somewhere like that, I'd be like, okay, he probably found something he likes. You went online. Yeah. I'm like, what has right. he found? <laughs> what anyway. Have you, what have you found? I'm not going to. I'm not going to. We'll talk about it next week. Oh, my goodness. It's got flowers on it, doesn't it? No. Mm. No. It's got but something on it, though. It ain't plain, is it? It's not plain. <laughs> Go look like a Craig Sager jacket. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm pumped about it. But uh, I enjoy Easter for that reason. That To me, that's what he, you know, you know, kids got new outfits. Uh, I'm sure I know. I know the nieces have have new dresses. Yeah, Shayna's uh, definitely a. Uh, oh yeah, a she goes to Gap. Yeah, dress them up type stuff. And it all starts coming in about a week early. Yeah, yeah. started getting them in yesterday. No, Joe, Joe's got. I I guarantee she's got something to wear. All right, do do you 
dress up? I mean, do you have something like, okay, today's Easter, I'm going to wear, I'm going to go a little closer to the nines than I usually do. Do you have Easter boots? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, I'll be honest with you. About the only time I do any extra is if I, well, actually, I'm, I'm serving on the table this weekend. So I might, uh, usually the only thing I do is if, uh, kind of depends on laundry a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, but like yeah. Like what's clean? But yeah, um, the weather, if, if it's good weather to, to, you know, wear like a suit jacket or something like that, I'll, I will. Yeah. Um, what's certain good? shirts wait, 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 look better. Certain shirts look better with what a tie. Do you, what do you mean, good weather to wear a suit jacket? Man, I ain't trying to sit there and sweat, you know, or be too cold. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be temperate to wear a suit, man. Temperate. <laughs> See, I'd say we disagree. Here's a here's the thing, man. I don't really have a style. All right. The only the only thing weather more often than not you can call what I'm wearing a costume than an outfit. You know, it's just <laughs> something I found at a thrift store. Well, and that's together. the thing, man. It's in, in. And I was telling my wife this. Like, fashion is is obviously everyone thinks fashion is like, oh, you know, he wears, you know, jackets and you know, I'm hard to explain. Pocket squares and and ties and cufflinks, that kind of stuff. And it's really not. It's really it's you you are you have a fashion that would works for you that I could not pull off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think part of it is cuz you enjoy camping and outdoors and all that. I hate it. Yeah. In fact, I was looking yesterday at buying uh one of those just like traditional uh red and red and black plaid flannel shirts mm -hmm. and i'm like there's I, I mean it's just not me it's not mm -hmm. my not my yeah not my style yeah. whereas in you know in you i wear them for that, work <laughs> that would that would i mean that but that fits yeah. you like when mm -hmm. i look at that i think of yeah of, of jeff no. i don't see myself in it you know type yeah. of thing so fashion is obviously fashion is not and just, believe me when i tell you i would not wear half the things you wear <laughs> well, i guarantee you for a fact what uh, I wear tomorrow, you would not wear. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee it. I can't wait. It's fly. I can't wait. But you would not wear it. I can't wait. Anyway. It's going to be fantastic. What about you, Corey? I mean, do you even care? Or no. Is it uh, Easter's a throwaway holiday. <laughs> it's worse than... Oh, it's it's dumb. It, it, I don't it, care about Easter. It's worse than it, Valentine for you? They're equal. They're equally <laughs> trash. Yeah. See, I just... Christmas, I mean, I like Christmas and Halloween. That's it. Yeah. Everything I like Thanksgiving See, I for the. I like the uh, food well, no, at Thanksgiving. No, yeah, it, it goes Christmas, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's Halloween. awesome because it's a big meal in football. Yeah. You can't beat that. And yeah, then there's I, no I other love Thanksgiving. And then there's no other holidays. I hate. I hate Halloween. Thanksgiving's got the best weather of all of them because yes. even Halloween can can be a little warm in Oklahoma. See, yeah. I like. I, I, I like the memory of Halloween. Like, it was fun whenever you were a kid. To oh, go get tons yeah. of candy. Yeah. So, it, so it's fun is. to take your kids out and do it. Yeah, everything is. Easter's just stupid. Um, but you're ta Valentine's I'm talking about the, the reason for that. It's more about the reason for the holiday. There is no reason. For for what? Easter? For a lot of people, there's not. <laughs> no, I'm just saying for Easter, it's, it's, it's the Easter bunny and all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's just a... Halloween is a is a corporate holiday. The only good just thing, just like Valentine's. Well, so is Easter. Okay, but <laughs> but you get to dress up. The on corporation Easter. of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Well, no, but here's the thing: if you like dressing up on Halloween, just consider Easter. The best part about Easter, and the only there's two good things about Easter: looking fly, Cadbury eggs, mm -hmm. and Reese's Ooh, eggs. Those are That's nasty. It. Reese's eggs are great. I think tomorrow will be the one of the greatest days. Because you get to dress up and eat those Reese's eggs. Yeah. But I, I mean, don't. I'm going to wear jeans and a polo like I normally do. Yeah. See. 
If I have a pair of slacks clean, I might toss. Don't those understand on. it, man. Yeah, don't understand it. I mean, honestly, you know. But I mean, like it's I fine. said, laundry is going to be the biggest thing to determine. I mean, what that, I yeah, I'm not knocking you guys. I'm just saying that yeah. that to me, I enjoy Easter for. You enjoy dressing up, man. For dressing yeah. up, yeah. You enjoy your costumes. It's yeah. not a costume. It, yours are most definitely costumes. I'm sure somebody. Man. I'm sure somebody thinks that's perfectly straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> you, you are totally wearing a costume yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll put a question mark. Oh my goodness! Oh, no. What are you wearing tomorrow? A small question mark. How many colors of the rainbow Here, does it here's feature? The di- here's the deal. A I don't. Few. I don't care about patterns. And there are a couple. Here's what I don't. I don't care about <laughs> colors, patterns, anything. All I care about is fit. Please tell me this thing's not tight. No, it fits. All right. No, but I ain't trying to see Josh <laughs> in some no, skin tight suit. No, no, no. It fits. You don't want the Easter egg hunt to be that easy? No, it fits. But it's uh like I said, man, it's it's I mean it's it's cool. It's cool. It's it's just it's just uh I don't know, man. I enjoy it. I just I like I said, I enjoy it. Yeah. I stumbled upon it on accident. And uh, anyway, so well, yeah, I'm pumped, man. I'm house hunting. Nice, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. You though. gonna buy again or build? Well, it's crazy because to buy, it looks like everything in this area is over a hundred dollars a square foot, even if it's an old dump. So it seems like you could build for that. You can build, I think, for anywhere between like 119 and 128 on average. Yeah, I but a, I mean, I we'd have to find a good sale. we'd have to find a good deal on some property. I, guess. I know yeah. a house coming for sale. Property is uh, oh yours? Mm-hmm. No thanks. I, nothing wrong with your house, but that's we're we're honestly I know we're not going to be able to, but. I would rather have a house in Norman than Gross. anywhere, Ugh. but I don't know if we'll be able to do That's that. That's Norman? Norman or Noble. Brittany likes... Oh, you want South Norman? Yeah. Yeah. You want to be in Goldspeed. I mean, dude, I'm practically <laughs> I'm practically more Norman and Oklahoma City. Like, I don't really care about land and stuff like that as much as I just... Um, I like Norman as a town. Yeah. I work there. That helps. <clears throat> um and all they and, do have a fuzzies tacos and and i like older houses because they actually have a yard you can use some of these newer ones don't really have yards you can use. yeah and that's, I don't, that's I, i'm gonna i want to i want a house that i can have you know a building in the back to store stuff in you know yeah and, and our our house uh, i'd like to be able to get that building out and in without having to use a crane yeah and this this house was our starter house i mean we never never had the intention of yeah and i think i'm too old for a starter house you know well we never had the intention of staying in it yeah. And it's not the typical starter house. Yeah. You know, we got we we actually bought it pretty well. They're they're building new around us. We're waiting for that to finish up, and then yeah. then our house uh, will actually go up. But because new construction kind of knocks it down. Well, that's the thing. Your house will fetch a lot. I mean, housing is just going up and up and up yeah. right now. So. Brittany was complaining about uh, kind of the prices. She said this seems kind of high for everything. I said, well, it is, but you know, blame Trump for getting the economy rolling because. That's what happens. You get a Republican in office, and generally, everything gains value. I mean, that's just how it goes. Yeah, um, that's part of it. Inflation kind of follows. That's part of it. Another part of it, is, it is the tornado. And it's good if you're a property owner or a business well, owner. Or anything. Yeah, the tornado in thirteen also helped. But a lot. Of, it kind of cleaned out some of the riffraff, and and so. Yeah, but those houses were hard. I mean, a lot of those old houses and more, because I looked at them a long time ago when I first started looking at houses. And you can get them for a good price. Yeah. But 
people's lives have changed a lot since those houses were built and used to the living room was just a place to have a couch and a couple chairs and they maybe had a tiny tv in the corner now everybody hangs out in the living room and watches a big TV and sits way back. So well, that's, and that's what I'm you would have a living room that's one of the smallest rooms in the house. And that's what I'm saying is the tornado came in and, and, and wiped a lot of that out. Mm-hmm. And so you have new construction going on around. Yeah. And so, but they're still not building them big because those lots are, are, are kind of no, small. No, but they're, they're changing the so. floor plans, though. Yeah. That's the one thing about newer houses versus older houses. Newer house, Older houses, you have a lot of nooks and crannies, like mm-hmm. you said. you know, and, and if you go into an older house, a lot of times... You're knocking out walls to open up mm-hmm. uh, certain parts. Now they're doing that. They're just rebuilding them with with that stuff already being done. So yeah. Anyway, congrats, man. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We got Roberto's wife working on it, yeah. and uh, she's trying to trying to help us find something. Which, by the way, talking to her, she said that Roberto made her listen to the podcast all the way to Eastern Oklahoma on a trip they were on. I was like, look. You Wait, what, were yeah. privileged. Made? Privileged to Made? get to listen to the podcast. Not forced. So, anyways, Roberto's wife. Her attitude is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, I might drop her as my real estate agent. I Whack. I mean, how, can you trust someone who I has mean, that bad taste in entertainment? What's she going to think is a good house? How hard is it? Hey, yeah. here's the house. Would you like to buy it? Yeah. Done. Yeah. I don't know why you have to take it. I'm just lining her that. pocket so that she can double fist coffees, you know? Exactly. That's that's, that's all, all it you're is. doing. All you're doing is just <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> I've never seen her when she didn't have coffee in her hand. What you what you were doing is you were costing me money. Yeah. Is what's happening. Because yeah. what'll happen is she will find you a house, she will make money on that house, and then that'll be, hey, Josh's wife. You need to go do yeah. this for me. Yeah, now, we should go spend all this money exactly. I made, and then you can just take some out of Josh's mm-hmm. soup fund. Exactly. Yeah. Real estate, the real estate industry is the biggest gimmick in the world, man. Yeah. That being said, uh, you should close at Lincoln Title. All right. There <laughs> where right. my wife works. I'll, I'll have yeah. to get with her. No, Roberto's wife's good at it. Yeah, she's a hustler. Yeah, I don't necessarily uh, trust her taste in, in a lot of things. Yeah, um, we she she's good at testing the waters though instead of throwing us houses that she thinks we might like she's throwing us fringe stuff to see where our parameters are so she's like somewhere off of 36th and king her strategy (laughs) her strategy's solid i would actually probably take that house because i could get it for a good deal and i guarantee there's reclamation gonna happen there i I can get you into an 800 square foot house for under twenty thousand (laughs) dollars Yeah. Your roommates will be cockroaches, <laughs> and there will be poop in the corners, <laughs> not animals. But but if you need meth, you don't is have it, to go now, very far. <laughs> now is this is this your forever home? I mean, is this the one that you you? I mean, obviously, I know things change, and you can't predict it necessarily. But are you buying with the intent of living there for the rest of your life? We're we're buying with the potential of living there. Okay, that's, uh, a hard that, that's no. how. Well. <laughs> Because I'll be honest with you, you know, deep down, I don't know if uh, if Central Oklahoma is home for us, anyways. You know, she's from Tennessee. I'm from Southeast Oklahoma. This looks nothing like what we are used to and what we want. We we yeah. want trees. How long have you been here? Um, I've been here for uh, probably ten years or so. Man, we uh, can't get used to something in ten years. Man, I've actually been here. I've probably been here for fifteen years almost. I've been here for a long time, and I've are you I've like developing a twitch, like trying to get out? I, you know, I like the thunder. Um, I've got friends. I like my friends and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, I've been so focused on work and uh, and career and stuff like that. 
now that I'm getting ready to raise a family, because most people, you know, start raising a family while they're doing all that. You know, I was late to the table. <laughs> got married in my late 30s. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, for us, you know, ideally, we, we see ourselves, you know, being somewhere where there's trees around us, you know. And I've got a tree like up against my fence in the back. Mountains, are you talking about? Mountains and clean are you water. Talk, are, oh, so, so you're, you're talking leaving about Oklahoma. leaving Oklahoma? I don't are know. Are you talking about leaving or just trying to find Fayetteville, a house? Fayetteville area has kind of come to mind. Just anywhere where we could both Arkansas? work. So uh, Fayetteville is kind of not Ar- – Fayetteville's Arkansas like Austin is Texas. Um, it's it's really not the, 100% the same. It's more of a college town. It's only a, yeah. Arkansas by geography. Yeah, yeah. It's – it's uh, <laughs> instead of, a, instead of um, I guess, your, your typical Arkansas, you know – I think everybody would think of it being, you know, super country or whatever else. Yeah. It's got that college town, you know, feel to it. So, you you know. That's all there is. So big, so, so big Brit- on softball there. So, Brittany could go shopping and do stuff like that, but yet I'm not. And she could go to walking trails and hiking and all that all that weird yeah. stuff. And then I could have somewhere to go hunt, you, you know, razor, not far. You have the Razorbacks and Walmart. Yeah. Pretty much. That's Fayetteville. Fayetteville's where uh, close to Walmart started, isn't it? I don't know, man. I think it is. Anyways, long story short, we we would like uh, treat. She would she would be okay with moving to Tennessee. I'm I'm not moving to Tennessee. Um, I've lived there. It's gross. Yep, I'm not moving to Tennessee. And uh, as far as Arkansas and Missouri goes, there's, I mean, that the pin of places I'd be willing to live in both of those states are there's two pins probably <laughs> you could stick in yeah. those states. Driving and, in Tennessee is like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Just the roads. Yeah. Everything winds. If you're if you're used to no a, if you're used to a grid, you don't want to go east of the no. Mississippi. No. But um. But anyways, I don't know. We may never move though. Uh, we may we may be insane, in <clears throat> Who knows? Making plans to move and then buying a house are kind of two we contradictory just, <laughs> things. <laughs> I know. That's and that's the thing, and that's that's kind of where we are. Is we just don't know. Just career wise, we're kind of here. Nah, yeah. that's all right. We we told ourselves that our last house was we were going to be there for no less than ten years, and uh, I think we were there for two, two and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things change. Yeah, yeah. It was not a long time. I don't make I don't make very concrete plan. That's I mean, drag my feet better. That's why I haven't bought a house yet. Yeah. About to turn forty. I've never bought a house. I just got married recently. Just had my first child. Dude, home ownership is overrated. It sucks. But, in my opinion. Yeah, but also don't forget, I had to spend the majority of my thirties. Making up for my twenties. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. No, but my that's, point that's where is, a lot of my time went. Is dude, gaining I, ground I hate, that I lost. I hate the fact I'm laying sod. So my neighbor calls and he's like, "Hey, you know, we're uh, I'm going to lay some sod. You know, this is how much it's going to cost. It's basically the parts that we share. He's got a big tree, so we got to lay some fescue because there's too much shade the way the house's yeah. shadows and all that. So he's just like, "Hey, we're going to lay sod. Guys, coming out this day." Your half is this. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know, nothing against this guy. He's a great neighbor. But it's just, you know, I get irked when it's like, hey, we're going to force you to. Yeah. This is something that you're going to have to do. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, so now I'm going to have to write a check that I wouldn't plan on writing, but whatever. Then, uh, so we do that. Well, he calls the guy, tells him he just needs a pallet of sod to be late. So the guy goes, this much money. Okay, because he based it on what it takes. Well, he lays it, doesn't cover everything. Mm-hmm. So now I've got half that side lot sodded, the other half not. Mm-hmm. And so now that's created more work for me. 
Yeah. You know, so I've been calling nurseries like, hey, you have fescue. Won't have it till next week. I'm like, look, y'all got to get this stuff pretty quick because, mm-hmm. I mean, once May, the middle of May is done, you can't lay fescue. Yeah. It gets too hot. So it's got to get rooted in the next couple weeks. Yeah, because you just throw it, sprinkle it on top of the ground. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, so, but point being is homeownership, now I'm forced to do this stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. if I Well, homeownership in a, in a, in a neighborhood and HOA and stuff. And that's, that's part of it too. If we could live uh in a small town i think we would well if you're okay living in noble man it's cheap down. i mean it's yeah. cheaper down there yeah I well mean, and, and i mean i mean no real small town like get away from urban life altogether um not even close to it anymore have you I forgotten mean, how much he hates the urban sprawl yeah he's only said it like a million well times. like yeah. that's the thing well you got washington and and goldsby and i get i get itchy seeing all this stuff jeff seems like around. a tiny home kind of guy yeah. He wants to hook it up to the back of his truck and just park it on somebody's property. Oh, that's property all I'm saying. Somewhere. You got washed. I want to live in a cabin in the woods, man. In a van May. down by the down river. by the river. <laughs> I thought that was a great idea. <laughs> Maysville. I mean, you got all that down there. Yeah. If, if it could accommodate your work. Yeah. I'm gonna move to Godibo, Oklahoma, man. Godibo. Yeah. See, I got it. <laughs> Miami. I don't. I, I'll kind of. I wouldn't mind living out in the. I'm going to move to that town in Oklahoma that's condemned and no one's allowed to live in anymore. I'd like to live in a more rural area. <laughs> What's that town? I can't remember. It's over by Miami. But I want to I want to be up. close enough to where I can actually get to some Yeah. You know, people with all their teeth and Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. Hey man, good people out in the country. I no, I agree. Living. But I'm just saying I want to I want to be able I, like I would love to live in in the the outer limits of of Austin. Yeah. You know. Far enough, like the Marble Falls area, yeah, uh, Burnett area. So, like, you can, you know, have the land, the country living, but at the same time, you're only a 45 minute drive from, yeah, from the Austin area. You can go, you know, shopping and all that. I don't want to have to put my milk and eggs in coolers every time I go grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah. which you know, that's that's too far. I like th- I like the position I'm in. You can right get a now. cow and a chicken. I'm a I'm a I'm a city guy, but yeah. at least you know I have an acre, and once I get a fence on it, I'll have enough room for my kids to play in the backyard and yeah. dogs to run around. And I don't need I don't need trees or mountains. Yeah, I'm a, I think I'm more of a things guy than I am a, a place guy. Yeah. So as long as I have a decent house, I don't care where it's at. Same yeah. I me, mean, man. I don't want to be close to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, an, an, an acre is enough separation for me. Yeah, that, and that. that's good separation. Yeah. I need. We're looking at ten. Yeah, five so, to ten. It's a lot of upkeep. No, not if it's wooded. No, an acre of uh, now the the living area will be an acre, but I want I want to make sure there's no riffraff within it. I thought you said you were looking at a looking at a place already where they're building new stuff. They're building new stuff with ten acres. No, in my neighborhood they're building new stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm no. waiting for them to finish the new stuff in my oh, house. Oh, because you want to put go. it on the market. So you, so you want to go out east? Yeah, way out east. Way east, like east of Anderson. Yeah, that's where I prefer it. That's okay. where that's where real estate gets a little bit cheaper. Yeah, yeah, Pro- property gets a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do that here. Mm. No, no, not anymore. Not anymore. And it's ridiculous. I don't know why people want to live in more, man. I love more, man. Like I, what, what, I can't what, you? stand driving in this place. Like, yeah. Just stay away from Nineteenth Street. Like it takes. It doesn't matter what street you're on. It takes you thirty minutes to get across one of the smallest areas in the world like i dude 
You're stop lighting and stop signing every you quarter just need to, mile. Hey, listen, you just need to learn to live on one side of the train tracks because you can't cross it ever. Yeah, you got to figure out that's where is my life. I'm, Move I'm, to that side I'm, of the tracks. I'm on, I'm on well, left more. You're saying. on right more. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the point, man. My my, it, it's everywhere. That's my point. I go to I go west to the boondoggles for soccer. I go east to the boondoggles for softball. Wait, well, you you signed your kid up way out in the middle of nowhere to play Dude, soccer. Don't, don't say you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the one going don't to practice with him? It's you. you. I didn't sign him up for that. <laughs> Here's the thing, that poor kid hates it. Yeah, I'm like, hey, we got to go to Pride. Well, is she gonna allow, is she even gonna allow you to wear those Easter pants? Because it sounds like she's not. Yeah. <laughs> or is she gonna be wearing them? Sounds wearing like them. she wears the pants. <laughs> sounds like wear. she wears the Easter pants it's in this gonna, family. It's gonna be fly. Uh. <laughs> it's gonna be anyway. Uh. But that's that's what I'm saying, man. It's just you know, no, I'm with you, man. I'd love to just stay out east and and not have to mess with it. Yeah. You know, and in, in all honesty, my next house that I buy, not the next house I live in, but the next house I buy will probably be that one that, that I fully anticipate no kids being in and, and yeah. being, so whatever I'm going to walk out to as a, as an old grumpy old man is, is that's, that's how, what I'm buying for. Well, yeah. Anyway. Well, the problem with me is I'm going to be an old grumpy man with a kid still in school <laughs> yeah that's that's the unfortunate thing man, is that, <laughs> i is, said i'm gonna i'm gonna start faking the symptoms of uh dementia early yeah <laughs> just get right. people yeah, leave me alone I, you, man. I grew up with a kid i swear his parents were never younger than 80 <laughs> Dude, well, i'm telling you this right now like fifth, fifth or sixth grade just white hair yeah they look they were every bit of 50 or 60 if your daughter's personality keeps going mm-hmm. and you really do get dementia you're Dunskies. Yeah. She looks like the types like, throw them in a home. Throw them in a home. <laughs> yeah. Cold come, stare me yeah. as I leave. I'll come check on them every now and then. Yeah. You know. So I shaved the beard off. My beard and hair were getting really long. And I have a suggestion for a podcast. I'm going to let it grow out again. And since we do video these things, I am going to grow my hair and my beard out as long as I can stand it. And then I'm going to let you guys do whatever you want. If y'all tell me to... Shave a handlebar mustache and a mullet, I'll do it. And then I'll wear it. And then I definitely want to see a handlebar mustache. Yeah. Dude, I want to see the. Because all I got to do is just shave it all off. I don't mind going bald. I want to see the Colonel Mustard. The Colonel Mustard? Where it's all this. <laughs> there's nothing down there. <laughs> but uh, but I think we should do that. But anyways, I shaved my, my, my beard, cut my hair, did all that, cleaned up. And I had to leave early for work. So Josie didn't see me that morning. She didn't see me after I cut it. So yeah, it freaks kids when I, out. When I go to pick her up from daycare, she's been all day, and she gets excited, you know, by getting picked up and going home. Open the door, and she starts running up, and she just looks up and just stops in her tracks and looks with this look of, huh? And then she just turns her head to the side and refuses to look at me. And it's it's <laughs> been this it's been this way for a few days now. Has it? Yeah. yeah. The beard may, like, you're definitely one of those people that, I look totally different when I shave. But I'm just saying you don't look right without a beard. Oh, like, right? So, yeah. That, that's right. that's my opinion. All right. And I'm sure that's your daughter's opinion. Like, All right. You're, you're, you're the type of person that needs to have a beard. That's just, okay. That's your personality. Yeah. You dress like a dude with a beard. Yeah. You act like a dude with a beard. Yeah. So when you don't have a beard, All it right. throws everything else off. And and see, and then Brittany and her family and my mom and all of them, you know, of course they're, you know, shave it off. You know, you, you look so good without that's, it. That's all females though, yeah. man. Once yeah. you're married, when you're, when you're not married, I think girls are more attracted to dude with beards. But once you get married, they don't want that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. My wife didn't mind the beard. She hates the beard 
for this because she knows when the beard when I decide to take the beard off, you're gonna have the there's mustache. Gonna, there's gonna be a month to a month and a half of just ridiculousness. <laughs> yeah. Until it gets back to the clean shaven look. Yeah. So, but be, that's the best. That's honestly the best way. If you're gonna have a mustache, anything like that, the best way to do it is a beard first and mm-hmm. get the beard to the length where when you start cutting it everything else is where it should be because because beards look cool at any phase mm-hmm. you know a short beard stubble looks cool long beard looks cool uh, as long as you upkeep it and you just don't look all straight you know like the the andrew luck neck beard like that's <laughs> yeah. nasty Gosh. but if you if you at least just kind of keep it manicured a little bit a beard looks cool at any stage regardless yeah. uh, of the thing mustaches like I tried to grow just a mustache one time, so I was shaving everything except the mustache part. That and transition's weird. That was the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, it got to the point I shaved it off early because it was just so ridiculous. No, you got to let it all grow and then yeah. and then trim it back. Yeah, yep. that's a dude chain yeah. pro tip right there. Yeah, yeah, let it all grow and then cut it back. Yeah, and then then, then trim it however you want. Shave same it same you want. thing if you're gonna grow a righteous mullet. Yeah, if you're gonna grow a mullet, you want to let all your hair grow out and then cut the yeah. mullet. If you just cut it short and start trying to let the back grow out, there's a lot of stupid stages in between. You look weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you look weird. Yeah, you look like you got mange or something. Yeah. Hey, speaking of things that need to be cut. All right. This episode's at an hour and ten minutes. All, All right. right. Nice job, guys. Good yeah. deal. Got that's some pro tips for y'all out there. Yeah. Anyway, that's episode what? Seventy one. Seventy one. Yeah. The yeah sign. Episode seventy one. <laughs> signs broken. We're keeping sixty nine <laughs> we'll, up there for some. Will reason. it be episode seventy? Uh, what is this one? Seventy one. So yeah. will it be seventy three when we can talk about in game, or can we even oh, talk man. about it? I, didn't, I haven't got tickets yet, so it's going to be tough to say. What's in game? Yeah. It's oh, the uh, it's here. the Avengers. It's it's about five or six down the list from what you've seen so far. Yeah, you're so, way behind. What are you on? Age of Ultron now. I've seen that. No, I've seen Infinity Stones. I watch Shazam. I need to watch Infinity Stones again because I fell asleep in the middle of it. Yeah. Infinity um, War? Whatever. <laughs> um, I haven't seen Marvel's Shazam. Marvel's Infinity Stones. I haven't yeah. seen Shazam yet. It's good. It's uh, all right. Is there anything? Is, oh, I haven't seen Captain Marvel. It's yeah. all right. So, I went and watched the new Hellboy. I heard that was terrible. Honestly, the old Hellboy has better graphics. It's, it's, the I graphics like, are absolutely horrible. I like the old one. Like Sci-Fi Channel. I liked Ron Perlman. I was yeah, disappointed. Yeah, was a great one. I like the actor that's playing Hellboy now. I, I like him in yeah. Stranger Things a lot. But they didn't uh, They didn't catch what they had with the old one. No. Oh, is it the sheriff from it's Stranger Things? It's the sheriff, things? yeah. Yeah, it's David oh, Harbour. Sweet. Apparently, he got pretty hey, ripped up for it. What's ha- What's happened to Stranger Things? It's coming back for a third season. They, I they're, know, they're but not doing was... now. They do, they They originally said they weren't going to do the October thing again. They wanted to do a summer teen movie. So that's what they're going for now. Okay. So it's no longer Stranger Things. Yeah. So it's yeah, but it's, so the third season's coming out, right? Yes. When? Uh, this summer, like yeah. July. So I it, was, think. it was supposed to come out last October, right? No, they they pushed it on purpose. They wanted to do it in the summer. They oh. didn't want to do. Yeah. Okay, so they didn't delay it. I don't think so. Punisher got canceled. Well, that was always going to happen. Yeah. So it's basically what Deadpool or uh, not Deadpool, but uh, uh, Daredevil. No, Daredevil's canceled. Really? That was the best one. They 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 canceled everything after its follow-up season because they're uh moving it all onto Disney Plus. Yeah. If Disney is smart, they're going to continue those series with the same actors, but I have a feeling they're not going to. And they they See, might go a totally different direction because if the, they're going to start the, a new phase. Yeah, because all the actors that they've talked to are like super disappointed that the stories are kind of done now i'm a i'm a huge punisher guy but i didn't really like the second uh, season season two sucked 
Like I, I, I enjoyed him. I, and even compared to season one, season one was okay, but I enjoyed him more coming into the Daredevil storyline than yeah his own standalone. Yeah, and a lot of these characters are better as characters coming into something. And that's else's what, main and that's what I think is is to me, Daredevil was the one that could stand alone by itself, and you could you could perk it up with these other yeah. other characters. Yeah. Personally, those I've seen. Yeah, not a big. I don't go to the movies very often anymore. I will go to the, probably the next one that I will buy tickets for and go opening night and probably see two or three times on a weekend. Rambo Five. <laughs> oh man, I bet it's going to be great. Probably it's not. Be awesome. How old is Stallone? Uh, dude, he was busted for steroids at sixty-two. Like, he's probably getting close to seventy. Yeah, he's got to be. I would think he was older than 70 because he did Rocky when he was 30, and that was in 76. I can tell you. Seven. How do I not know when Rocky came out? 76, right? Uh, yeah, it came out in 76, Rocky 1. Yeah, because they're talking about the centennial the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rocky 1 came out in 76. Creed 2, have you seen that? Not yet. It's Into. pretty good. It's all right. 72, man. 72. With the right uh, anabolic cocktail, you too can look like that. It's funny you should say that. We're now at 72 minutes. <laughs> there All we right. go. Let's cut it out. We're out.